0: Hello and welcome back to the podcast of All This John, recording live from the city of brotherly love. In a West Philly neighborhood, I'm your host Mikey. Join us every week where we talk about the latest Johns of the week. For you Philadelphians out there, you know what I'm talking about. All This John is a podcast all about society and pop culture. Every week me and my guests take it to the limits so don't expect anything else. Straight from the mouth of yours truly, all in the life of a gay Philadelphian. If you listened last week, we talked about spilling tea and growing up in gay society of Philadelphia. On this week's episode of All This John, we talk 30-somethings, you know, life there for your 20s. Is 30 a scary age or just another age bracket? And we ask ourselves, how is life in your 30s? And what are some inspirations along the way? As we sit down with one of my best friends, Lewis, and welcome him into the bracket of what we call the Dirty 30s. So let's get started and welcome Lewis to All this, Job. Pity Pat Bitch, how the hell are you doing? Hello girl, what's up? Beep bop bitch. What is going on? How is, how's, how's life? What's going on?
1: Well, you know, I'm gay and blessed, but um, nothing really, just really trying to just stay busy with everything going on and like COVID and all that. Just uh, trying to still stay sane, still trying to lift and train and all that, but you know just trying to just focus on me right now
0: i know i feel like everyone who i've had on the show recently has been pretty much saying the same thing as far as like what's going on with covid and how we are you know interacting with each other and all these house projects and just trying to stay sane with everything going on in the world right now so i get it it's crazy it sure is Um, so obviously we're neighbors, so I'm sure we don't really have a lot to talk about because we're (laughs) always with each other.
1: That is the truth.
0: Um, and finally, now that I feel like even though summer's canceled, I feel like we have this green light to like do things. Um, but still, it still feels a little indifferent because I feel like with me and you, I feel like we would have been probably to like 20 beach trips already.
1: Oh my God. Definitely. We would have been at Asbury Park down in... I wasn't gonna say Ocean City, but you have to bring your own liquor there. But, um, you know, Sea Isle City, don't really go to Atlantic City that much. But I hear that you can now walk on the boardwalk and, like, have an open cun, kind of, like, tanner and stuff, so.
0: Well, something else needs to come to that city, because, girl, it's dying. I haven't been there since I was a kid. <laughs> um, but anyway, yes, I, everyone I talk to is literally the same thing, and it's, you know, it's the new normal, and this is what it is. Um, so why don't we talk about a little bit about how we met. I'll let you go first. And then all I right. kind of just chime in.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, um, actually a really good story. So this was around kickball season or getting close to it. Um, talking about Stonewall, kickball, all other gays, no Stonewall, but, um, Our captain, who was also my friend, who was also on the show, uh, Derek, uh, he is like, hey, I have this friend that is going to play kickball. They're gonna move up here, blah, blah, blah. Um, Made you like this huge suit, like this huge superstar. Like, yo, he's speaking great, blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh great, I can't wait to like meet him. And then I meet you and I'm like, I like him, but he's—he is a sassy bitch. And then I feel so, like everyone says
0: that about <laughs> myself. And I'm gonna start
1: yelling at people. No. <laughs> but, honey had a wicked ass arm, could throw a pitch like no one else can. But, um, no, yeah, like that. There's it, and like with like you know kickball and all that, and hanging out and doing all of our team group outings we just really created a bond and all that stuff
0: right and, I, and now I, we're neighbors right i'll never forget it. It was like i came up one weekend i think it was a weekend that you weren't here because i came up and derek was like oh lewis can't come out tonight but yada yeah and i was like well who's lewis and he's like well i didn't tell you this yet but you played <laughs> stonewall in dc right and i was like yeah he's like you were a captain down there right and i was like yeah, he's like, So you're coming back when? And I was like, August. He's like, Perfect. So you're going to join my team and you're going to meet Louis. And it's so funny because he's like, I'm so excited for you guys to move up here because Louis and Fredo are like the power couple. You and Kenner are a power couple. I think you guys are going to get along great. And we have. Like, I feel like I've known you and Fredo for like ever now, and it's only been like three years.
1: Oh, definitely. And definitely. we've already I feel shared the same so much. Thing. All right. I, definitely best part is uh was able to get you to go to playstation and right the whole gaming and online and all that and i know i and feel like
0: we're... i was never really like a gamer i had like certain systems and i would get it and then i would play for it and then it would just collect dust.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: but now i feel like i'm a gamer gamer
1: it's all about that chichi mama
0: <laughs> well it's so funny because i feel like when you started playing it i was like oh my god you like horror movies, and so do I, and here we are playing Chi-Chi Mama, and for everyone out there who doesn't know what Chi-Chi Mama is, it's Friday the 13th, the PlayStation game, and it's amazing, and that's how I got into it, and I feel like that was definitely a bonding moment for me and you. Definitely. Um,
1: this here is when the game was good, when it first came out, before they got sued and had to shut everything down, right, but it, this is when it, it was just at its prime.
0: Um, but I feel like, you know, when I lived in Brewery Town, like, we would do dinner nights together, like, the four of us, um, and then, you know, things happened with my job and my apartment, I was like, I need to get the fuck out of here, <laughs> uh, and that's when I turned to Fredo, and I was like, hey, is there anything over in West Philly, and now we're neighbors. I know. Um, and I feel like we've been, like I said, like, we've been friends for, like, three years. I literally consider you, like, my best friend, um, and I feel like we've even though it's been three years, like I feel like we've
1: I feel like it's been, been and longer. done so yeah. much already. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, yeah, um, and it's like dinners every night, breakfasts every weekend, brunch like, here, there, and everywhere. Um, it's great. coming
1: to a couple of spinning classes, a couple, right, A couple. Someone doesn't like to wake up early and sweat on the bike. No, I o'clock.
0: don't. Sundays are made for brunch and sleeping in. <laughs> Honey, I don't need to be on a bike. My legs are for days, so I'm good. But yeah, no, I think it's great. Um and we've been through so really much in the past three years. Um, so Lewis, obviously you're a personal trainer. Um what are some ways that either we can follow you right now or we can get inspired um since we are inside 24/7 um what are some quick things or quick tidbits that you can give us with working out at home or and how can we follow you
1: So um just a couple of quick tidbits to do at home is like um not many not many people realize that They don't need heavy weights. You really don't need weights. Um, Right now, we just have to realize that gyms are closed. Well, they are here still. Um, And just doing simple movements by sitting down into a chair and getting back up, a simple squat or trying to do a push up. If you can't, go up to a wall and do a Couple of wall push-ups. Go out walking. Go out biking. Be active and get outside. Just make sure you have a mask on. But what I think the the, the best social distancing uh, exercise is biking.
0: Well, the funniest thing is it's so funny that you brought up biking because I know you love to bike. Um, and in recent events, I literally got a bike. And... I feel like the weather's been off and on, and I feel like with everything going on with work, I haven't been like out as much. But I really need to like get in the habit because I really want to start like after my birthday because again, I haven't been able to go to the gym. And when it comes down to like exercising at home, I'm lazy as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think I want to get out of my bike more, and I definitely want to go ride more. And I feel like I want to really put Kelly Drive and West Kelly Drive to work um, <laughs> because that's my goal from now until
1: the beginning. Of Oh, no, definitely. Like, freaking, I dropped off my bike at Keswick here in West Philly.
0: Shout out, Keswick.
1: What, what? Um, They did a dope-ass tune-up. The bike runs, like, brand new. The only thing was, I waited two and a half weeks. That's how many people are getting their bikes fixed and getting these tune-ups and buying bikes. Because everyone right now is trying to stay active and get outside. And all that stuff.
0: Well, I feel like since you've been waiting, you've been very active, like traveling here and there and everywhere. I feel like you're in Jersey every other week.
1: Oh my God. That there is an issue. So that, that, that is the nicest thing from being able to work from home. Um, with, with the gyms being, being closed, uh, I honestly took a week, well not a week, I took a month off thinking that, you know what, everything's going to pop back open and then a month goes by, and then they're like, oh, we're going to be in this for another month. And I'm like, okay, I need to do something here.
0: Right. You just don't know what to do. So it's like, what the hell are you going to do?
1: Exactly. So I just reached out to a couple of clients from the gym and slowly started building my own online personal training uh, business now.
0: So how can we get in contact with Lewis? And how can we follow you? Whether it be on social media or watch some videos or
1: tidbits or anything like that. So my biggest platform that I use the most is Instagram. Um, I'm not really that big in Facebook, you know, just to toss like photos and stuff. But I really use Instagram now. Note, my Instagram name is a very old name. I made it when Instagram first came out. So. The Instagram name to follow is Jersey Boy69.
0: And is there any kind of different spelling about it or is it just how you spell it?
1: It's absolutely different.
0: Well, <laughs> can we get a spelling, Lewis?
1: So it's gonna be J E R Z-Y, B-O-Y, and then the number 69.
0: Of course it is.
1: <laughs> the original the original. No, but I seriously need to sometime soon change that name.
0: Well, um, I'm sure you'll get there. <laughs> um, but yes. So definitely check out Lewis. He's definitely a sensation. Um, you know, kudos to you. I'm proud of you for starting where you were when I first met you to the point of where you are now. So Thanks, Ben. It's great. <laughs> Um, So we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we are physically going to jump into our main topic of the week, which is 30 somethings. Um, So we will be right back. So we are back with All This John podcast, coming to you live from West Philly. I have my guest on tonight, Lewis, who's one of my best friends. And if you're just tuning in, oh, excuse me. Lewis was just (laughs) describing what he does. Um, Lewis is a personal trainer in the Philadelphia area. Um, We've known each other for three years. Um, We share all these different fun things together, like gaming. We do Stonewall Sports. Um, and we both live in West Philly. Um, so we're going to dig into our main topic, which is 30-somethings. And the reason we're talking 30-somethings is because, basically, the weekend that we're in, Lewis is finally turning the big three <laughs> So we're going to sit here and we're going to pair 20-somethings to 30-somethings. We're going to go over our 21st birthdays, and if we physically remember them, um, what our scary age is, and what we're looking forward to um, in our 30s, and what our biggest inspirations are in life. So, why don't we just dig right in. Louis, who were you in your 20s?
1: Wow. So, me and my 20s. Oh, so, definitely crazy. Take me back. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take you way back. Definitely crazy
0: Okay
1: Definitely unpredictable Um, And just living my best life Or what I thought was my best life Um, Around that time So When I was a teenager I was a goody two shoes Until about 18 okay and then it was just like from then on it was like I came I came out I started to go out and then as soon as I turned 21 I was like this is gonna be great I'm gonna go out every single night blah 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 um just didn't really have a really good wasn't really in a really good frame of mind of just being so unpredictable, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. No,
0: it totally makes sense. And I feel like, you know, like, I was sort of the same way in my teenage years. Like, when I was 16, I was like, you know what? I know what my life, what I want my life to be. Um, You know, I moved out when I was 16 out of high school. Like, that summer, I was like, bye, peace, I'm out. Um, So I literally had my first apartment at the age of, like, 17, 18. Um... And I looked forward to one being 18, two being 21, because obviously we were allowed to drink, but I had a fake ID when I was 17, so I was probably drinking at the age of
1: fake ID though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, listen, we, I, for me, like, my 20s were a mess. Uh, it was my heydays. It was, I don't give a fuck, this is what I'm doing. Oh,
1: absolutely. Um, Went in Went in one year Out the other Would be at Would be at The bars And at the time We called them The old queens Right Would tell us Oh you gotta act Like this and that Blah 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 Kinda try to show us The ropes And you you you, know us Did you
0: have like Someone who was like Your gay look up Who that like You followed in their footsteps When you came out Or no
1: So I did very briefly Okay Um But uh no, yeah, like not so much Actually I'm lying here. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. And if they are listening, um uh John and Yaya. Okay. Uh I used to hang out with them when I was a teenager. Like I wasn't even twenty one yet. Yeah, I feel like how old
0: were they, if you don't mind me asking? Oh,
1: they were definitely 21 and older, and I remember going to my very first drag show with them. They snuck me in, I forget where, someplace in freaking Philly. That's hilarious. Um, but, um, yeah, they kind of just took me under their wing, and, like, I'm super grateful for it.
0: I Yeah, same thing for me. Like, I always, it's so weird, I always, like, wind up meeting someone, a crew that was either older than me, or a couple years older than me, or have already experienced coming out, or... Um, so they're like, you know, when I went, went to the neighborhood for the first time ever, like we used to go on Wednesday nights because that was when underage night was at Woody's. <laughs> and I was out until like, Jesus Christ, my mom would always say like, your curfew is one o'clock, like be in this house at one o'clock. But I never listened. I was always out until like three o'clock in the morning. Remember
1: going to senior year, going to homeroom after going out from... College night, <laughs> well, the college thing, night. The
0: funniest thing for me was, so we had homeroom. I had homeroom like first period, but I was wide awake during the day. But like right after lunch, I would get the itis, and by ninth period, I was like, I'm falling asleep. <laughs> and it was always really like religion class or science that I had to like pay attention to, and I'm mm. like, one, this is boring already. Two, I'm falling asleep. Three, I want to be in bed. Before <laughs> I need to stop going out so late. Yeah, it was, it was a mess. Um, but for me, like, being gay and being young and being in Philly and growing up in the city, like, you know, my parents were really lenient. I really didn't have a lot of strict rules, but I was smart about things that people I met, things I've done, yeah. you know, things like that. So 20s were definitely a fun time. And, you know, Kenan's always asking me, like, oh, you know sometimes I feel like you want to go back and, like, do things all over again. I'm like, there are so many great memories of my 20s, but... Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I would, um, of course, I would, like, love to live it all over again, but I would never go back and change any of it because it's no. so amazing. So amazing.
1: No, and, like, what I what I have realized about our 20s is, like, our 20s, it's kind of like... Starting back at middle school, going through high school, getting through college, you know, like that like 10 year gap. And it's like you truly learn a lot about yourself and other people. You meet people, you learn from them, like friendships come, go. But like it's like... Learning experience. No, I definitely if get it. That makes I sense. Def- if you know?
0: It totally makes sense. I think for me, I started out young. So, like, from 16 to like 23 ish was like you are, Michael's its Like, I, I was that bitch. And you were out
1: and about hoeing I, at 16. Hoeing
0: at 16, out and about, Around like, coming, out. coming <laughs> walking down the parkway during the weekends at like 3 a.m., coming from the club. Like, that was me. Um, but it was such a good time, like such a good time. Um, but I feel like around like, you know, after 21 and falling out of a relationship for 4 years, I was like, you know, I always was the person who was like I must have a boyfriend. 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 And like you know, on a whole different scale and a different conversation, like we'll get into that boyfriend topic later, but I always wanted a boyfriend in my 20s. And I totally get it because at the age of, like, 23, 24, I'm like, well, where do I want my life to be after 25? Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And then, you know, I met Kenan, and then I kind of, like, wised up a little bit. I wasn't, like, a bitch anymore, even though I have my moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but I totally get it. And yeah. then, yeah. <laughs> um, so everyone, or maybe not, remembers their 21st birthday. For me... I don't remember my <laughs> 21st birthday. I'll describe my 21st birthday, but like after a certain point, I was like, the weekend was gone and it was Monday and I was like, where did my birthday go? So I remember I, back then, the old taboo used to be something else. I totally forget the name.
1: Back, back in the 70s, right? I
0: hate you. <laughs> um, It was called something. Sales. It was called sales. The old taboo. Sales. Sales. So, like,
1: like, taboo, old taboo, Old but taboo
0: now- used to be called sales.
1: I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yes.
0: So, I knew the cook there because she lived in Fairmount, and everyone knows everyone in Fairmount. And... But I used to throw parties there with my ex-boyfriend, and that's how I met her. Okay. And... I was like, oh my god, can I have a party here? And they're like, of course. You can have your own dinner party. We'll open it, but you have to have it after, like, 9 o'clock. Because that's when they closed the upstairs, and then it was just a bar downstairs. Okay. Because they used to rent the upstairs room as, like, an event space. Mm -hmm. And then on Saturdays and Sundays, it was open. But Friday nights, they kept it
1: downstairs only.
0: So, I had a dinner party and i don't know if you remember this club or ever went to this club but do you remember shampoo wasn't or- old
1: enough but remember the q102 commercials about the foam party yes, yes so
0: definitely. my birthday landed on a saturday yes it was a foam or no i just lied to you it was a friday <coughs> night um it was first fridays so my obviously my birthday july 1st so it was first fridays so lit. i would only go on first fridays cuz it was one it was lit two i knew everyone Three, it was a foam night because it was in the summertime. So I remember going and shampoo was very large. Like, I think it was actually bigger than Boyer. Wow. So because they had like all these rooms and different, there was like three or maybe it was just two levels, but it was just big. Like it was big inside. Um, And then they had a whole outdoor with the tent where the foam party was. And then they had a hot tub
1: and a bar. Wait, you, wait. there was foam, a, a
0: hot tub, and a bar.
1: bar. That so, just sounds like bacteria just brewing. Oh, around.
0: it was brewing. That hot tub was nasty. <laughs> but there was plenty of nice. I was in it. So I remember going to dinner. All my friends were there. They, they went to there because I obviously had a, I helped close down the restaurant to help. That's how I got it for free. So we get to shampoo with all my friends, and I'm probably a little bit shot in the ass at this point. And we get there, go out to the foam room, change in my bathing suit and a tank top, and it was like my 21st birthday. So there was like 30 of my friends there, plus everyone at the restaurant. And there was literally, Lewis, I shit you not, 21 shots lined up at the bar for me to take. And my friends were like, you was literally- Was it Tito's? I don't even... I didn't even know what (laughs) Tito's was back then. I'm sure it was house vodka, house rum, like...
1: Mm -hmm. casters,
0: Nasty. So, but the rule was that I had to take all 21 shots in like 10 minutes, BAM. Oh my god. Lewis, I don't remember what happened after that, so yeah, that was my 21st birthday. No,
1: yeah, I would remember. I'm
0: sure it was plenty of foam, (laughs) plenty of water, plenty more drinks. Shit. Yeah. But that was my 21st birthday. What about yours?
1: Um, well... My actual birthday, I actually had to work on that day, which actually wasn't bad. Um, but then the very next day was Saturday night. So, of course, at this time, I was living in Jersey at my parents' house. And you um,
0: always grew up in Jersey, right, Louis?
1: For the most part, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, I definitely called Jersey my second home. Okay. Um, I would move back to Jersey, but... Those goddamn property taxes, I ain't freaking paying that. Yeah, no, you can have
0: that.
1: Mm-mm, no, but, um, no, so, uh, for folk who know about the Paco speed line, um, that there was my absolute best friend to get in and out of the city because I live two towns over from Lindenwald. So just had a couple of friends and I convinced my younger brother to also come. Um, so that was his very first gaggy club experience and me and my friends being crazy and what was it what and all that it? stuff. Um this was eye candy. Uh, yeah, I'm
0: so old. God. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this was this was eye candy but um then uh just the uh, drinks just started flowing and that there was that was it I just remember waking up the next morning, I had my own room in the basement mm-hmm. and I had my own bathroom. Mm-hmm. I wake up and my body's halfway in the tub. There's just vomit all in the fucking tub. And I just passed out like that. I don't it know. Sounds how, like it sounds like a But no that there was that there was my 21st. And like the craziest is how like people make like People make it seem like freaking fireworks are going to go off, mm-hmm. like panties are going to fucking drop, and uh, it's just uh, another day where now you can just legally drink. Legally I guess, drink, right. Like, you I know like, what I mean? Like, now you who can go and, like, pay for a drink.
0: Right. <laughs> and in Philly really clubs, for all my out-city listeners of non PA. In Philly, you have to work wait in certain lines and certain doors to get you in a certain spots. If it's not underage, which I always hated, mm-hmm. so I felt like, oh my god!
1: Do you remember the back door of Eye Candy? So ha- originally, 12th Fair Command. Yes. Remember 12th so Air? I
0: used to <laughs> have to go through the back. Yeah. At 12th Air Command.
1: Uh huh.
0: Um, Woody's before Woody's got revamped and renovated. There were two doors. So, do you remember the door that leads into, like, uh, what is that, Glow Bar now? Yeah. Before you get to Glow Bar, that hallway you walk through, like, uh-huh. past the Kochak?
1: Okay, the yeah. The steps
0: that go up? Yeah. So, there was a line there that led you up the steps when you are underage, and then the door that we all go in right now was uh-huh. the main door. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: I remember that. No, freaking... Oh, my God. That club was my first gay club experience when I was 18, my cousin... Went out with me. I just said, "We going out." I'm old enough. We're going out. Blah blah blah. So I convinced my parents to like let me go because you know my so, parents are strict. I have shit. a
0: question. So when did you come out, Louis? Like,
1: so do do do. I feel like I feel so old. I gotta sit back and think. Um, this was going from the age of 16 into 17. So this was my, this was the middle of my junior year of high school.
0: So the funniest thing is, to rewind a little bit, Derek is a common friend of ours, and Derek has been your friend probably the same amount of time that Derek's been my friend, and we've never and,
1: met and, and we never met.
0: And, you know, Not I... Not
1: even on, like, Facebook. Like, no. I wonder who this bitch is. Like, I know that. and
0: we've been friends with the same kind of people for a long time, mm-hmm. and the funniest thing is, I never met him. I know. Take it, I traveled everywhere in my 20s.
1: Traveling gypsy.
0: Yes. (laughs) Um, But even my days coming back to Philly, like, I didn't really hang out with Derek that much. Like, I wouldn't really can... I didn't really consider Derek a friend friend back then, but now we're so close and... Derek is literally one of my besties.
1: She was a lot back then. She, let's be honest. I mean, we Sorry, were. babe, but you were a lot, We girl. were all a lot. With those Tims.
0: Okay. Woo. <laughs> Don't throw shade. <laughs> However, um, yeah, like, I'm surprised we never ran into each other or yeah. anything like that. It's so weird. But I'm sure we've passed in passing. Um, but yes, 21st birthday. Good times. Good times. Um, so let's move on. What are some of the things that you were proud of or feel accomplished about that happened in your 20s? Like, what are some monumental things that happened in your 20s? Hmm. Like, early, mid, and late.
1: Early, mid, and late. Wow. So, the craziest thing is, like, the biggest one that happened in my early 20s, like, right after my 21st birthday, six months in, um, I'm at a College party at Rowan, and I meet my husband. My husband now, right? Um, off of Grindr, and th- we were dating and or talking for two months, and then we made it official. And then a few months later, we moved in, and we've been together ever, ever since then. And I don't know. It's it's it is crazy because I never was that crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were crazy together in right. our 20s because right. we were both close to the same right. age. I want to say my mid-20s. Sorry, y'all. That's West Philly's finest, girl. Yes, love
0: in West Philly. Beep
1: bop, girl. We're
0: on the main strip here.
1: <laughs> so my mid-20s, I have to say, I have to say when I got laid off from a amusement park. Um, that there was definitely a, like, life-changing moment because I thought that there's what I was going to do the rest of my life. So I had to figure out, okay, Lou, like, what is your plan B? Mm-hmm. Um, and then started doing a plan B, thinking I know I wanted to do. And then in my late 30s, but not late 30s, pff, my late 20s, besides getting married, I have to say i finally feel like i figured out what i want to do and now it's just time to just lay that yeah. groundwork for my 30s now like and this I is feel, uh,
0: and you hit such a mile marker right there because i feel like that's your 20 somethings versus your 30 somethings because your life is so much different like you think on so many different levels now like i feel like your 20s are for the good times take it you always should have a good time, but oh, your 30s, you get so much more wiser and your wisdom and you start thinking more and what your next plan are for the next 10 years. But we totally.
1: are those old queens that hang around the piano bar at Tavern Girl. Yes,
0: of course. <laughs> but it was so funny, like back <laughs> those days, I'm like, I can't hang out with these old queens. I know, right? And now oh my we God. are those old queens and when we go to the bar, everyone's like, who are these old bitches?
1: I just want to say sorry to all of the people who were in their late 20s that came up to me when I was 20, 22, trying to say hi. And me just brushing you off because you told me how old you were. And I was like, 28, that's old.
0: <laughs> Stay away. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, yes. So for me... Oh, Jesus. I don't even remember my 20s, to be honest with you. Um, for me, I would say in my early 20s, I traveled a lot. So I feel like that I never wanted to be that kid in Fairmount growing up. Like, I'm going to stay in this neighborhood. I'm going to go to the high school that everyone goes to. I'm going to raise my kids here. And then when I get older enough, I'm going to move to Jersey. That was not what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I traveled a lot in my, 20s, my early 20s. Um, to be honest, my, all my 20s. I feel like my mid-twenties is like when I knew that I wanted to settle down and I needed to like let loose of like being selfish. I needed to compromise on certain things. I wanted to be with someone who wanted to be with me. Um, I feel like that's when I met Kenan. And now my late twenties, it's just life lessons building me up for-
1: Oh my God. Absolutely. Yeah. So many stupid mistakes that I wish that I can take back. Like, like, like petty ones, like- like, you look back on and you're like, I could have handled that so much differently. Like, right. you know? But Right.
0: You, I get it.
1: You, it's hard. You learn from it.
0: Right. So now, what do you think your 30s are going to bring for the next 10 years, Lewis? Well... What are you looking forward to?
1: Well, the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is getting another Trump check if we uh, have to stay in quarantine for any much longer. Um, but... That there's a really good question, like, I really don't know, but I feel like I do know, like, there's, I have a plan on how, like, I just really want to focus on growing my own line and just planning for it and taking it day by, like, you know, day, um, and just really try not to sweat the, like, small stuff anymore.
0: Right. No, I, t- I was just having a conversation with Andrea about this. And life is too goddamn short. Like, yes. Like, I'm just so over the bullshit. I, for everyone out there, I'm turning 36 in two weeks. So I'm in my 30s. <laughs> I'm an old bitch. Well for
1: July weekend. Okay. What, what? Listen, um, Listen. But I just don't care anymore. Like, I am. I wouldn't say so much not care. You're... Your pay, your patience now is slimming because I also feel the the yes. same way. That I, my patience right. are just slimming.
0: Like, I wear, I'm i always there for my friends. I wear my heart on my sleeve. But my motto is, if you don't like it, too fucking bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I um, I paved the way and I'm here. So yeah. I ain't going nowhere. Um, but, yeah.
1: So... All those Disney villains now All the female ones All make sense Why they were always so bitter And so petty I
0: can see myself In every single one of them. Yes Yeah <laughs> um, And they were a lot older than 30 <laughs> so I love it um, Yeah No I totally get it And then You know My late 20s I knew I was turning 30 And I knew what I wanted And I knew what I wanted out of life And what the next 10 years were bringing So Oh yeah Yeah. So now that you're married, you know, obviously you just got married last year, which was an amazing wedding. Um, Now that you're married, where do you think your life in your 30s is going to go with you and Fredo?
1: Um, Wow. So uh, definitely planning on buying a house very, very soon, Um, maybe within a year or two years. um, Just just basically growing like if you think about it i have been with this man for almost a decade now i know like Um, it's like and it's like i it is like weird like it's like you like live and breathe through them and for them like it's it's like when they aren't there like it's like a piece it's so weird weird. It, it is so like it's like Every single thing That I do I always try to keep in mind Like whatever I'm doing Isn't just for right. me It's like us Right And I need to stop saying like So goddamn much
0: I say it all the time <laughs> Like and on It's my favorite <laughs> um, No I get it Like me and Kenan Have been together For 12 years I don't believe I'm saying that And we've been married for three And I feel like That's a long time It's crazy yes. Like I remember when we first met. It was like yesterday Um, Like, I feel like I got married yesterday. Um, But marriage is so different. And I know up to to the point of your wedding day, I was like, it's going to feel so different after you get married and Uh you come back. And it's like, shit, I'm married.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So did you feel that, like, when you were up there? So I have to say, I felt that the day after the wedding, like, once people started to leave and all that, and it was just me and him time, like... I don't know, it was just, I want to say... change. I want to say we were at dinner or at the pool and I just looked at him, and I'm like, wow, like, this this is the person that I'm, like, truly going to spend the rest of my life with. And yeah. just like I said, whenever I think, like, I think of us as, like, a... As a unit and right. not just me.
0: Right, no, I guess... And I
1: think that there's the biggest part that really changes from a relationship to being married because now that's your that's your freaking tag like team partner you you
0: literally signed your life away
1: yeah
0: (laughs) Um, but it's great i love it can you walk the dog i'm tired please yes i love (laughs) that we're both married i love that our husbands get along oh my god same i just i love it same i love it and it's so funny because i know we talked about this before but i feel like me and you have so many similarities together, and then Kenan and Fredo do, but
1: then like. Those queens cackle and cackle.
0: But then me and Fredo <laughs> see eye to eye on a lot of things. Oh, no, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. No, yeah,
1: I definitely have to say I'm more of like the chill, Layback back type of person, but whenever I want to speak my mind, I'll like. Right,
0: like about. Ken is very chill and laid back, and yeah. I think that's where he vibes with you, and mm-hmm. like me and you just cackle-ack all the, all the gods at <laughs> the time, and I think it drives him crazy, but that's what makes us. Uh-huh. But yeah, so yeah. What is your scary age, Louis?
1: So, well, and why? My scary age was thirty about nine years ago, but now with like everything, you know, I'm third. I'm thirty or close to it now. It's uh, I have to say the big five zero. Like, really? Oh, oh yeah. So
0: really. the funniest thing is I'm the big four zero. That is my okay. scary age. I don't know why. I'm like wow. I'm in my late 30s, like, starting
1: July 1. That's why, because that's why I'm it's, scared. like, I'm petrified. It's,
0: yeah.
1: it is getting close to it. No, like, um, no, because, like, do you remember being in your 20s mm-hmm. and being able to randomly go out and get drunk and trash, go home, okay, sleep for maybe three hours, four Go into work. At this time I was a lifeguard. (laughs) Go out drunk, come home nap, go out to work and be out in the sun in like the freaking summertime. As soon as I started to get closer to my 30s, I'm like, wow, like I can't bounce back. I used like now running. Running now, I really can't run because in my mind i'm like oh i can run this much because i think i'm this guy in his 20s i'm like yo like you're in your you're coming to your 30s now so like (laughs) things are really slowing down but get ready for that metabolism bro (laughs) so far it is going good so far it is going good
0: so with now that we're in this weekend what are you looking forward to in the poconos now that we're here
1: So I have to say definitely is going to be being in the same house with all of my close friends. Like the last the last time that everyone who is going to be at the house from the Poconos, the last time we were in the same room was uh, at my wedding. Right. And it is just nice to get away hang out with friends and all that. Like, I don't want any, like, crazy big party. I just want to chill out, have a good old time with my boys and all that. But I have to say the biggest thing that I'm most stoked about is I don't know what the hell's really going on. I just know that we are going to this house and I have a feeling that y'all got some tricks up your sleeve and all that. So I'm just gonna enjoy the ride of the end of my, uh, 20s.
0: Well, you probably won't remember your 30th birthday because we're going to have a blast.
1: Uh, so much um, champagne.
0: Yes. So much drinks. Um, and a hot tub yet again. Uh-huh. Um, so really quickly, who is or what is your biggest inspiration
1: in life? Um, you with these good questions. Very good questions. Uh, biggest inspiration. Actually... I'ma get real here. So I had a teacher named come on Lou, remember her name. It was Mrs. Mrs. Hall. Um she was my teacher in for fourth grade, for third, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. Um I was a hyper active kids' special needs and all that stuff, and you know the teachers don't didn't know what the fuck to do with kids like that, so we got put into special classrooms mm-hmm. so um I met this I met this teacher that kind of just just saw something in me, and um she 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 turned out to be one of the few. Teachers that really helped me get through school while other teachers would be like, you wouldn't make out to anything and all that. Because trust me, I heard that as a freaking like, you know, kid growing up. But yeah, like her really, I, I truly think that I really do owe her a lot to like push me through middle, like, you know, school and then off to off to high school she would message me every now and then and like you know uh check in and uh i don't know that there's the first person that just came to my mind i feel like we, that we
0: always have those i feel like for me an inspiration as far as school goes and i'd probably have to say it was my third or fifth grade teacher um they were both nuns and they were just all about me like All about my growth and all about my development and wanted to see me grow and I had I was such a big personality now, I'm such a big personality back then, and they knew it and they saw something in me that everyone didn't. So I totally get it. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um so we're gonna take a break. And when we come back, we have this new segment called I Call Shade and your john of the week. Stay tuned. So we are back with all the Sean podcast, sitting here with my best friend, Lewis, and we've been talking about 30 somethings. So at this point of the podcast, I started something new last week called I Call Shade. So this week, I Call Shade goes out to all of those South Philly aunties, Paulies, Tonies guarding the statue of Christopher Columbus at Marconi Plaza. I literally don't freaking believe it. Don't you have anything else to do while you're inside? Why don't you build yourself a box, jump in it, and take it out with the trash? Do you do best. Be nosy in your Packer Park neighborhood and worry about the Donnas, the Marias, and the Teresas on your block. Because you want to know why? Your racism shows and I'm over it. So stop being a fucking student, okay? I just can't. Oof. With everything that's going on in this world right now, like you're literally guarding a statue that you probably drove by twenty million times and don't give a fuck about.
1: Girl, it's our heritage, girl. I you don't want to destroy it. But the funniest thing is, there's a box around that statue. Yeah. Right now. Well,
0: they need to build a box around themselves and <laughs> jump into it and. throw
1: Well, themselves. well, you know, um, Stonewall Kickball would play at that field there, and how many times did people drive by? cackling at us saying queer fags this and that just, like the it's... funniest
0: thing is i thought about that the other day i don't even feel like playing down there anymore oh no oh no oh no but yeah oh, no. i totally get it
1: absolutely took my business
0: okay <laughs> anyway so it's time of that time where we throw out the john of the week the john of the week with everything that's going on in this world Businesses are suffering. So the John of the Week this week goes out to the black-owned businesses of Philly. After our podcast, please see a list of black-owned businesses you can support in your neighborhood in Philly that I'm going to post on my personal Instagram page and Twitter. With everything going on in our country, with COVID-19 and Black Lives Matter movement, businesses are suffering, like I said. So let's give back as Philadelphians to our Black owned businesses, to local shops to restaurants and so much more and get out there and support Philly. We need you more than ever. So in closing, I want to thank you Lewis for one, being my best friend and two sitting down with me tonight and talking about 20 somethings and 30 somethings and how we met. And do you have any last words?
1: No, absolutely. Just thank you for having me here and, uh, I'm loving this show. Make sure you, y'all you like and subscribe. And uh, I can't wait to see what's more to come. And, yeah, we're about to get lit in the Poconos.
0: Well, everyone, if you have a chance, like I said, follow JerseyBoy69 on Instagram. Give him a shout-out for his birthday. Happy birthday, Louis. I'm so excited to share it with you this weekend. Um, it's been real. Um, So... On next week's episode of All This John, we're going to do something a little different. I'm actually not going to have a guest next week. We are going to sit down with the one and only, yours truly, your host of All This John, and get into the life and mind of myself, Mikey. In closing, if you like what you heard today and you want to subscribe to All This John, get yourself a Spotify girl and follow us at All This John Podcast on Spotify. You can also follow us on Twitter at allthisjohn or you can follow me on my personal Instagram at get underscore your underscore life and life is spelled L-Y-F-E. So that's G-E-T underscore Y-O-U-R underscore L-Y-F-E. And if you want to slide in my DMs and want your questions answered on All this John, email us at allthisjohn at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and until next time, have a super good night, Philly.